Hello, and welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Becca and Nicole. What up? Hey! Hi! Today, (laughs) we're going to be talking about growing plants up. Yeah. You know. Upright. Just up. Erect. (laughs) There we go. That's what we're going to get into after we do our catch-up. The girls that know, know. So let's find out what's going on in each other's lives. Becca, you had an (laughs) exciting evening. Oh my gosh. Well... We just recorded for Patreon like 12 hours ago. Wait, not even 12 hours. Okay, more than 12. Let's say 14 hours ago. Oh, that was a chaotic episode. That was all over. Yeah. If you guys are not subscribed to our Patreon, we we post an episode every month. And it's just, we just literally just hit record and start talking and just see what happens. And Nicole had a funny story to share. Like, it was just... (laughs) I had a real full-bodied gag that, like, hurt my abdomen. (laughs) from one of adam's stories so anyway uh, so after that i was like there's just no way that something interesting is going to happen i'm just going to sleep i really (laughs) haven't had much okay but then i really had to run for my money because two nights ago i barely slept i mean insomnia is like i guess like a normal pregnancy thing it's hitting me okay like if i wake up randomly I can't fall back asleep anymore. I used to be the queen of falling back asleep. I can't do it anymore. I'm up for like three or four hours. <laughs> it sucks. It's horrifying. <laughs> um, and like that whole time I'm awake late at night, the baby is just going nuts. So I can't sleep because I'm like, well, it's like fun to feel her. Anyway, point is last night was the second night in a row that I was woken up at two in the morning. No, no. Yes, Yesterday was three. This morning mm, I woke the, up at the three in the morning. Hour. Yes, the worst. And my dog Cooper was walking around, like pacing around, and like he starts doing that around like six usually. He's just an early riser. He does not like to hang out in bed. He's just not. He Cooper is a morning person. Okay, I am not. Leo <sighs> is not. Leo will lay in bed with me all day if I want. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> um. And anyway, so. Like, I kind of could hear his nails, like, on the ground. Okay, we got our floor replaced upstairs, and now, even when their nails are cut short, we can still hear them walking, and it is so annoying. It's so bad. (laughs) Oh, it's so annoying. I hate it. It's, like, my one regret with that flooring. I wish I would have had my dogs walk around on it so I could hear what it would sound like. It's always when I'm trying to record a video that Prime wants to get up and just go explore the basement. It's the vinyl flooring, the vinyl plank. What is going on? <laughs> I know. It's so loud. I keep my dog's nails short and it's it's bad. Anyway, so I could hear it, but I at this point I was so exhausted like cuz I didn't really sleep the night before. Um and Daniel wakes up and he's like, "What is he doing?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he's like, well, he's like over by our closets. I'm like, I don't know. He's probably eating my underwear. Just go to bed. Like, whatever. Just let him. Just let him. (laughs) Just let him have it. (laughs) Just let him. If he keeps meditating, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) And okay. So, and then all of a sudden, Dan's like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Like he like gets up and checks on him. And then he was like, Cooper was like at the door. Like he was acting like he needed to leave the room. Okay. So he takes him out. 
Cooper like shits his brains out and we're like, what the? Or I was like, oh. I like fell back asleep at that point. And apparently like Cooper had like really bad diarrhea and <laughs> they come back up. He's like, okay, like we'll see what happens. Okay. A few minutes later, he's up again and he throws up twice and when Cooper throws up, it is nasty. It is a human grade throw up. Like, I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Trigger warning. <laughs> like, some dogs, Cooper throw. Uh, he just like, Cooper is the dog that will eat things and just eat it. He just eats things and doesn't think. Obviously, he's a dog. But Leo doesn't he do was that. The one, he was the one that swallowed the toy where you had to give him the yes, we had hydrogen to induce, peroxide. We had to induce <laughs> vomiting for him once before. Yeah. He's a yeah. he's a troublemaker. He just like inhales parts of his toys and like I'm like I didn't even think dogs would eat that part of a toy. Like this is so weird. So I have to watch him so closely now uh with when he's chewing on toys and we have like specific toys that are really hard to get through now because he just eats them. Anyway, so Dan's like, oh, there's like a bunch of black stuff in it. What the hell? So <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sleeping. I don't I don't know what's going on. Like I was pulling the, the sleeping card. I was awake. OK, yeah. but I was like <laughs> pretending that I was half asleep or something. Uh, <laughs> and Daniel has done it to me. So payback, bitch. OK. <laughs> This is an ongoing game I can see <laughs> happening in the near future with yeah. a human child. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, he cleans it up and I was so happy I didn't have to clean up Cooper's throw up. It's just, it's way too human. Like, it's so gross. And um, we figured out that he was eating the bird seed that fell from our bird feeder because squirrels jump on it and it like weighs it down and then like a bunch fall out onto the ground. It's so annoying. <sighs> but... Squirrels got to eat. It's fine. But like still <laughs> super annoying. Um, so he's like eating them, the seeds. And so we're like, I'm like searching, like, is my dog going to die because he ate bird seed? And there's like all these things. And it, generally it's just like, no, if, you're the, it's, if it's fresh seed, you know, he's going to have a gastro reaction, like throw up and diarrhea, which is. Yeah, like he did that. And there's also like, oh, they might get bloat. So I'm like, oh, no, I'm like checking his stomach every like few minutes. I, I wanted him to like sleep with me, but I also didn't want him to throw up. I was like, should I go sleep in his bed like all night? That's what I was thinking about. And I like woke up like a few times to make sure he was still breathing. Like it's just uh, mm -hmm. anxiety. Dan and I were both awake for like most of the night, just like listening to him and like there was one point where he like rolled over. He's like, well, this is a glimpse into what it'll be like with the baby, huh? And I was like, don't remind me. <laughs> you signed up for this. Yeah, I was like, please yeah. don't. And it did not help that she was kicking the entire time that I was awake. I'm like, she's nocturnal. She's going to be awake right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do they what do they call that when you get your day and night confused like some people have that problem i think it's just like day night confusion is that what it is just like that's i don't know if there's like a name for it <sighs> so cooper and today he's he hasn't eaten today yet like he's just kind of being very i can tell his stomach hurts He's just being very chill, but he hasn't had any, like, I've, I'm still checking his stomach. Like, he's he's going to be fine, but 
I hope that he learns. I doubt that he will, but he just eats everything. You know, this is this is prime. This is prime in a nutshell. Jazzy is a fucking angel dog. <laughs> it just like Leo and here comes Prime, the second child. Yeah. Demon spawn. Like he'll just he he can he goes to to the neighbor's side of the fence and comes back with something hanging out of his mouth the other day. Right away my Ooh. mind goes to like it's a rat or something, you know, or a fucking bunny. Yeah. And he gets a little closer because your girl's vision is going and it's a f- tortilla and he's <laughs> eating it. <laughs> a squirrel must have dropped a tortilla. Like the squirrels around here, they can get it. Like they're finding food everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, little thieves. They're little trash pickers. But he's like eating it because he wants to eat it because he knows it's food, but he's gagging on it. I'm like, you don't like it. Uh. (laughs) Stop eating it. Oh, Prime. Yeah, he's not the smartest, sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) Did I? I didn't send you that tick. I didn't send you that TikTok where like this golden retriever shoot that has like this thing in his mouth, and then the mom was like, "Oh, what do you have in your mouth?" And he just opens his mouth and drops it, and it's a rat, and she just goes, (laughs) (laughs) and just takes off running. Mia sent that to me. I saw it. That's so funny. I was fully expecting it to be dead. Like, I knew it was going to be a rat, but that shit ran away. (laughs) Fast. It ran fast. Oh my gosh. My life. My life. But at least, you know, at least Koopy was like, look, something's happening. I need to get out of this house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Could you imagine having to wait for two humans to wake their asses up to open a door for you because you're going to have explosive diarrhea? Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I feel I feel terrible for him in that when that happens. Uh, or and his when, mom's just like, quit making fucking noise on the floor, <laughs> yeah, you dumbass. Like, literally, I was like, lay down, Koopy, lay down. He's like, no, I can't. He's <laughs> coming out. He's yeah. <laughs> trying to Something's come out. happening. <laughs> I'm squeezing as hard as I can. It's a pucker level 10. <laughs> it's moments like that where I'm like, we really should get a doggy door because then he could just go. And we always had doggy doors growing up. Like my dogs always just went out. We never had to let them out. But like, I don't know. Their feet get so dirty all the time. And like, I don't want, like it's wet here. Like I don't want them to be like in and out all day with wet feet. So if I can control when they go out, I can wipe it. <sighs> But yeah, like I felt I did feel really bad. For him. Uh, but, you know, if he's pacing a lot, like if he won't lay down, we're like, OK, something's going on because Leo's done that, too. And he like shit his brains out and came back in and nothing was wrong. I'm like, what the hell did he eat? Like, oh, my God, they just found something in the yard. I don't know. Um, do you guys still do the whole perfume spray down when when they come in from outside because they oh. smell like outside? Yes, we, we bought okay. that stuff. I gotta be honest, that was probably one of the cutest things I've ever seen. Because like you and Daniel as a team were like, there was a whole show, a production when the dogs went outside. They came in, you're wiping their paws, then they gotta go over to the closet and get a spray down. It was just like, this is goals. <laughs> Like you can tell we don't have children at this point because like we do all of that for the dog just to go potty. I had a I had this these friends that they had a really big dog, but you know, friends, acquaintances. They were part of that cult that I was part of. And also they gave the dog up because it was too much after a couple months. And I was like, no, you're the worst kind of people. Anyway. Oh. But whenever this dog, it was like a big, like 
Beethoven type dog. Yeah. But whenever it drank water, obviously it was like drool because that's how those dogs are. Everywhere. Every time, every time they heard that dog start drinking water, they would dart over there with a towel and just like hold it under the dog as it was walking around. I was like, oh my God. You just. And they gave it up too much. You're creating the problem for yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. I've seen people like train their dog to dip their face into a towel after. Have you seen that? I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. They get like the double feeder thing and like one is the water and then they teach them to dip their face into the towel. I would do that. That's way easier. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder. I know. Like use classical conditioning. Like dogs are dumb. Just kidding. No, they're super smart. Um, no, unless but, you're Prime or Cooper. Yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> no, it's literally Cooper is very dumb. He in in like a what is it like street smart book smart? Cooper is very book smart. He will learn a trick so fast. Street smart, he does not think. <laughs> <laughs> Leo is street smart and book smart. <laughs> but um, did I did I tell you guys this the story about how Jay caught Prime on GoPro? eating the taquitos off of his plate (gasps) no oh my god it was so fun i have to show you the video maybe i'll have him send it to me so i could post it but he like like you said with cooper like being street smart book smart he's he's smart because he like knows that he's (laughs) not supposed to be doing it and the fucking dog is sneaking looking around the corner to see if like jay's coming (laughs) It's hilarious. I'm like, you're you play dumb. You're an ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows. He knows, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that was my night. And it was another night of being awake from like three. I think I was up to like from like three to six AM. Like, great. So Yeah. You te- I woke up to text, which by the way, never I would never like get woken up by text because everything's on silent. But I woke up to a text that you sent. It, well, I think it was like 2.30 a.m. my time. So 4.30 your time. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nicole's text after was like, I hope you went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You, okay. Here's my thing that I've been doing. Maybe this is like a hack. I don't know. It's like maybe it's a meditation thing. I didn't know. But like when I'm in that pit of despair of can't sleep, I will go through the steps of driving somewhere in Tucson like like as if I'm living in my old apartment I know this is very weird but in my head I'm like okay like I'm in my old apartment okay so I say goodbye to Leo and then I walk out the door and then I walk to my car and then I turn on the air conditioning smart and I back out and I like map out I'm like okay where am I going okay I'm gonna go to Long Cantata Mall and then I map out in my head driving to Long Cantata Mall and I usually fall asleep while I'm doing it (laughs) That's kind of genius. Wow, actually. that's that's like counting sheep, but better. Did you say goodbye to the black widows that were on your porch too? Because <laughs> why just Leo? <laughs> I miss them. I wonder if they're still there, setting up oh, shop. God. I mean, probably. I feel like I don't know. He, the my landlord didn't believe me that they were there, which is so annoying. I'm like, why would I lie about that? <laughs> like, yeah, just, I should have just gone and a- bought spray, but whatever. I read an article that the black widow population is declining because brown widows are killing them. Black widows don't attack other like spiders or something like that. But brown widows do. And now the black widow population is dwindling (gasps) quickly because the brown widows are just taking over their spots. Oh, no kidding. Are they brown? 
Are they brown widows or reclu- recluse? Widows, brown widows. I We had a brown widow in our backyard once and I was like, I, I don't know what that is, but you oh, got to get rid of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it's it. It's got to go. But I'm going to regret it. But, but I need it looks to see- akin to the black widow, but it's brown in color and I guess more aggressive. Oh my gosh. Yeah, black widows are not aggressive. Like I never, yeah. I came very close to them a lot. That was a mistake. Um, That's a- that's a nasty looking spider. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. Disgusting. Nasty arachnid. I cannot. We got oh. a whole bunch. We got a bunch of those little it's black. legs. <laughs> what are they called? Um, oh, the ones in the Midwest. You know, the ones that bite. Oh, wolf spiders. Yes. We have those in our basement. Oh, my gosh. Cool. We have those everywhere, everywhere. Imagine how many crawl into your mouth when you're sleeping. I don't even want to think about that. Honestly. Or my ear. Okay. (laughs) One of the best, like, things that I ever did, though, was being desensitized to bugs and insects. Just, like, just generally just being, like, if it literally is not trying to hurt me. It's just doing its thing. If I'm, like... Okay, I did stick my fingers in a wasp nest on accident, so like wasps are on my list. But like generally, (laughs) (laughs) when I see spiders, I'm like, oh, well, let me move you. You know, I'm not as scared, but I used to be like, kill it. And I'm not like that anymore. (laughs) It's some personal growth that I've had since moving here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The other day we had one in the bedroom and, you know, you right away, like you're looking for a shoe, something to smash it with because like black widows, like the dogs lay on the floor. So I worry that they're going to get bit or they're going to like go to sniff it. Yeah, it is different with like poisonous spiders. I, I, I'm i a little too lax with the black widows. I'll admit that they're yeah. really dangerous if they bite you. I meant wolf spider. Did I say black widow? You did say black widow, yeah, but I was assuming you meant. Yeah, I would move the fuck out if we had black widows. But you do have brown recluses, aren't those in the Midwest? Yes, they are. Oh, I don't I know if I've ever any, visually though. seen a brown recluse. No, I think there's a lot of lookalikes, so people think they see them and they don't actually. I think someone told me that, but they live in like wood piles. Like that's a big one. Like we have a wood pile. Like I always wear gloves. I'm like I'm not risking it. Yeah, because those are, like, deadly, aren't they? Like, enough. Yeah, it, like, dissolves your skin. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Y'all, arachnophobia effed me up. You know what? Actually, no. My parents effed me up because they took me to a drive-in theater to see arachnophobia when I was, like, three. Oh, no. I haven't been able to turn off a lamp with ease since. I have to, like, inspect the lamp. And also, sometimes when I'm washing my face in the shower, I just have this thing that, like, oh, what if a spider is, like, coming down from the ceiling and then I'm, like, freaking out while I can't open my eyes? Do you guys ever do that? Arachnophobia was legit the scariest movie of our childhood, arguably yeah. so. I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to ask Daniel about it, but I'm not going to watch it. I bet you he's seen it. He's seen every movie. <laughs> you ask Dan and he will yeah. confirm horrifying um what about you guys what's new oh you know not much i didn't sleep that (laughs) i didn't sleep that well last night actually i thought i was going to but i did not sleep that well and then i woke up like with a headache ted hasn't been feeling good 
So, you know, we're in the day where something is off and right away you're like, what is it? Is it allergies? Is it a cold? Is it the stomach bug considering the week I've had or is it COVID, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I had a headache and I was just kind of feeling like a little meh and TMI, but you know, I love you guys. So it's fine. You guys, you guys are here for it. Um, I had my period last week and like it's still a little spotty, which is not normal for me. So I'm like, is it time to switch up the birth control? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but maybe you're going through the change. Oh, that would be lovely, actually. It's a bit early. <laughs> it's just a bit early. It is a bit early. But you know what? It's funny that you mentioned that because my TikTok, and it's probably because I researched this, but my TikTok has been kind of filled with early onset menopause mm-hmm. TikToks, you would be surprised at how many women pre 40 go through menopause because like my, my really? period's always been really bad. So I've always thought that I had like endometriosis or like fibroids or whatever. And they say like, usually if you have bad periods like that, it could lead to like early menopause mm. and like, I don't know. I have some of the symptoms, but I don't know. We'll see. Stay we'll tuned. See. Get it over with. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I always said oh. like if a local hospital was doing like like if they had those students performing his erectomies and they needed some guinea pigs I'd be first in line take it all out <laughs> I don't need it anymore it needs to go bye bye <laughs> there you go no thank you sis be done be done but so yeah still, I don't know There's, still have a headache yeah a little bit it's still kind of there but I kind of stayed out. I was outside a little bit today, this morning. I don't know how it is by you, Becca, but the sun's out, so it's very deceiving. But it's mm-hmm. only like 45 degrees. So, you know, I like me a little chill. Love a good hoodie weather. But the wind is kind of cold, so I'm just like sitting there like, the sun's going to warm up. It's going <laughs> to warm up. Because I like want the fresh air, but it's just not doing it. Yeah. I think it's like 60 degrees and kind of overcast today. Mm. But yesterday was super sunny and beautiful. It was great. I did some gardening. I feel like you get the warmer weather before we get it. Yeah. We're typically colder and you're warmer. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't have much of an update. Yeah. Not a lot going Um, on. Yeah, I don't have much either. I, I feel like I have been having to water plants constantly. Because it's getting in the 90s here. Sorry that you just complained about how cold it was. It is. It's getting it's, hot over there. It's so hot. I don't hot. want to be in that weather either. <laughs> and I am so tired of living with someone who doesn't want to turn the thermostat under 78. <laughs> oh, 78. 77 at least. Come on. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. Steve, listen, Steve listens to this religiously. Sorry, babe. I don't. Sorry, I, I babe. Fine. The thing is, like, it's when I sleep. I need to be freezing cold when I sleep. Yeah. And then we were in Sam's Club the other day, and I was like, what do you think about maybe getting this uh, evaporative cooler just for our bedroom at nighttime? It was like a smaller one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, why? And I was like, because <laughs> I want to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh Steve, I, I it's normal. Lots of Arizonans are like Steve. Yeah. Okay, you know what? 
but it's not the stickiness. Like that's why in Illinois I kept it cold because I can't stand the sticky. Yeah, the humid the humidity is it's yes. something that you just don't want to sleep in. But it's funny that you bring that up about like something for your bedroom for at night. Did you know that cuz apparently I'm snoring a lot lately from what I <laughs> from what I fucking hear. <laughs> <laughs> every day oh my god is that i'm snoring a lot so oh i'm like well Hello. i don't know what Hello. you want me to do about that but anyway um <laughs> i'm sleeping fine okay you figure it out uh but i i heard i saw a tiktok that said something about how people the, the only reason that people really sleep together or couples sleep together now is because back in the days of the like early depression, they couldn't afford houses with multiple rooms and they couldn't afford more than one bed. So mm. they compromised and then couples started sleeping together. And I'm like, listen, this separate bedroom thing might come sooner than you think. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm going to have to kick one of the kids in another room and take over a bedroom because I'm sick of you complaining. Think about how nice it would be <laughs> to have your own bedroom, though. Decorate right. it as you want. Yeah. I think and about can, this all the time. It can be your own, like, and Getty. Yeah. Do you think about it all the time? I'm telling you, yeah. man. We might be onto something. I do. And okay, it hurts but. Daniel's feelings, though. So I try not to bring it up too often. But like I have brought it up like as a joke. He he and he like <laughs> I can tell that it hurts his feelings. So I won't bring it up anymore. But I'm like, but it would be kind of nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but, you know, like when it's uh, when it's bedroom times, you like how do you together. choose? Then you can you can have sleepovers. Yeah, oh. that's more special. But what if after you're finished, you're like, well, time I'm to gonna, go yeah. okay, so this, is, this is the thing i'm not a cuddler as it is like i don't do the snuggle thing you're on your side of the i don't bed. unless it's cold because steve is like a furnace and i'm like ooh, get over here yeah no you're you better there's a there's a very defined line in the middle of the bed that there's no crossing over when i'm sleeping so that's like he can't even use that as an excuse but i, I brought it i sent him the tiktok and he's like no and i was like <laughs> whatever <laughs> i think it's like it's associated with like unhappy couples to sleep in separate rooms but yeah i feel like it should be more normalized because yeah if someone snores okay your quality of sleep is so important yes it's so incredibly important like for your health for your happiness and if your partner snores sorry nicole but like <laughs> I thought he'd be more on board. If Daniel was like a really big snore, he does snore like, but not a lot, and he'll usually stop if I like nudge him. Yeah. But if that becomes like a bigger thing, then I will absolutely be like, I'm gonna go get a different room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom and Ted have separate rooms. They've never slept together, and they. It's because like my mom is up like three times a night going to the bathroom. He's a lighter sleeper. Like yeah. they just they're we're different people and then the tiktok also said like think about it like you're typically attracted to your opposite which also means like it's you and steve like hot and cold you know like night owl morning person mm -hmm. yeah you like different things like i i have my alarm set for 6 40 every morning and he's constantly being like <gasps> like he doesn't know what's gonna fucking go off at 6 40 <laughs> and i'm like could be solved 
when you have to deal with it. Just be really uh, annoying. Like, just uh, just be super annoying and, like, loud, huffy, and then maybe he'll slamming get... Slamming drawers, yeah. 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 <laughs> just be a really Amazing. bad roommate. I'll give you some tips. That's another thing. We don't have a lot of storage. Like, we have one closet and we have one dresser because our room is small it's a small bedroom and i'm like i could fucking get another dresser for my clothes instead of shoving all of this shit <laughs> lots of things could be solved but i digress <laughs> God, <it's so> <laughs> somebody um, is spicy this morning huh? <laughs> uh, i have a headache <laughs> oh my gosh that is funny yeah. i would love to know if anyone out there sleeps in a different room than their partner that they love and care about but you just sleep in separate rooms i would be interested to hear some happy stories yes me too and like some reassuring i don't like, think i would like it no? i gotta be honest really no, i kind of like i like that like we go to bed together and like, and it literally Steven, but see, this is the thing. He falls asleep on the couch and if I'm not ready to go to bed, he, he won't go to bed. I'll be like, just go get comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm watching this show, just go fall asleep. And he won't, like he literally won't go into the room until I want to go in the room. Mm, like, kind of, like people are like, oh, that's cute. But also I'm like, bro, <laughs> get better, get better sleep in the bed. Yeah. I yeah. do think, yeah. I, I think I saw on TikTok. So this is like not like the most reliable thing in the world, but it was like couples who are like statistically happier do go to bed and wake up at the same time. Mm. Mm. So that because they're like doing that together, you know what I mean? Right. Right. They're on the same schedule. They're in sync. Yeah. So maybe you are onto something, Adam. I don't know. Yeah. But and I'm another not thing. Happy. <laughs> Steve, you like pause it. What is this? <laughs> another thing he does is he likes to have the TV on. I think I talked about this before. And he, it can't go over like a nine or a ten because then it's too loud for me. So like he can he can leave it at like a 15 if I wasn't in the room and then I can like not sleep with a TV. Lots of things. We are very opposite people. So that TikTok just hit home a little hard and made a lot of sense. And I was like, <laughs> how does this not make sense to you? You're not being rational, but whatever. <laughs> anyway. Oh, gosh. I don't know how All we right. got on that topic. How did we get on that topic? Oh, sleeping cold. And then you're oh, just yes. like, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. The weather, the weather. You were in the middle of your update and I hijacked it. No, you, that's, no, you didn't. Um, I didn't really have much to say, but I do have to water a lot now. And like those cups that I love for my Hoya, the ones that are like, you know, they have like a graded cash po that just has like, you know, the ones I'm talking about. Um. They just dry out so quick now because it's dry AF here. So yeah. that's not been fun. Really makes you want to reevaluate the amount of plants you have. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so. you'd think having like little plants would make it easier, but they dry out so much faster. and It's like double the work. Yeah. But, you know, some of this is my problem, too, with my plant care routine. And I don't even mad. I'm not even mad that we did this because, uh. We're talking about plant stuff in this ketchup, so it can go a little long. But my plant care routine is I flush all of my pond slash lack of plants every time I water. I take them, I flush water through them, add their nutrient solution. Now, technically, I could like three of the four waterings I do, just take a watering can and just fill up nutrient solution in each one of them. 
but that's not how my brain works. I'm like, no, I have to do the whole process. Oh, but maybe see, that's, that's what I do. But maybe that's why they're growing so well and mm-hmm. everything's so big. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, it just watering just feels extra stressful in the summer. And I'm just do like, you know uh, how many Hoya you have, like including shop Hoya in your house? Mm. But see, like, all my Hoya are shop Hoya, basically. So, like, all of the cuttings in the shop come from, like, the plants we grow. Okay. I don't, so, like, how many mother Hoya do you have? I don't really know. I did I did start doing, like, one of my waterings. I was, like, every time I brought a plant over to the sink, I wrote it. I put it in a spreadsheet just so I could just keep track of, oh, that's you know, smart. the name and who I got it from and what if I knew what date I got it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's about, like, 120 Holy shit. Yeah, and I'm running out of room. Yeah, I mm-hmm. bet. You need another so. go. I know. Honestly, <laughs> they're never coming back in stock. There's another shelf at IKEA that has adjustable shelves. And I was mm. like, you know what? I want this shelf because yeah, my friend ones. Wendy, her Instagram's like at show.me.your.leaves. Uh she has these. They have adjustable shelves so your trellis can go under them. Uh, our topic today um yeah but it was like 258 that 259 dollars for one of the shelves and i was like sweet are they jesus glass shelves? no they're not but what they're heavy they? duty wood i don't know if they're i think they are wood mm. but the adjustable thing is like you know that is that is kind of clutch um I thought about leaving my bottom shelf off of my new one for my taller plants, but I have that grow light in my ceiling, so I just put them over there. But it's not something that like I like I might end up doing that depending on how tall my plants get after yeah. I plank them. <laughs> it's the I. <laughs> I'm gonna share the so, link with you guys. Wink, wink. <laughs> That then that's our topic, isn't it? That's our topic. Let's just segue in, folks. Okay, let's get into this topic. Oh, pa- look at pause this. Pause for mid-roll break. Okay, that shelf I think I've seen. You know what? It, it kind of blows my mind that you guys don't have the V shelves in stock. Like the they never no, went out ne- of stock. They're never, co- they're never coming back in stock here. I don't think. How do you pronounce that? It's F J A L K I N G E. I want to say it's like <sighs> Fjalkinj or something like that. Like Fjolkinj. I think that F J is like a Fia. That's a good but guess. But it's seventy six inches tall. Okay, that's pretty tall. That's taller than I am, right? Because I'm six four. Six feet tall is sixty inches. Yeah. I'm so 64 inches. That's almost as tall as a standard door. Standard doors are like 80 inches. Mm. Becca knows you a lot know. about the size of doors. <laughs> Don't, do I ever? <laughs> uh. Do I ever? And it's 46 and a half, you know, f- inches wide. Like it's, that is a unit. Yeah. Honestly, I'm unit. probably going to get one just to see if I like it because I kind of like the uniformity. So if I'm going to have a wall of Hoya, which I think I'm going to eventually because we want to make the front room a tiki bar. Oh, uh, awesome. I'm going to have to do a wall of Hoya like you have, Nicole, with your shelves. And I think two of these side by side would give me enough room to move mm. everything that's in my front room in two different spots now into one spot. That would be so cool. So Like yeah. a backdrop for the bar. 
well, no, it would be like a backdrop for my, me filming where like we would usually have the projector. Oh. The bar is going to go over where the plants currently are. Okay. But then there's going to be plants interspersed in there too, you know, because mm-hmm. a tiki bar, you got to have the tropicals, you know? Yes. All your bamboo trellises in the tiki yeah. bar. <laughs> Boom. So what is your guys' favorite way to grow Oh, hold on. What? Wait, this is Adam's episode. <laughs> no, go ahead. Adam, this get is a to team asking effort. questions. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, okay, I was just going to ask, like, what motivates you guys to, like, trellis or let, let's just say trellis as, like, move your plans upright. Like, what motivates you to want to do that? Uh, me personally, organization, cleanliness. Mm. It looks... It looks more neat and tidy. Yeah. yeah. And also pest prevention. Because yeah. if, I guess it's different. So I grow mostly Hoya. So does Nicole for the most part that you would trellis. But you do have a lot of philodendron too. Becca, you have a lot of aeroids. Aeroids just grow straight up. Mm-hmm. Hoya, if you didn't do anything, the weight of their leaves would automatically make them fall and dangle. Right. And then they're going down to the floor. They're on the shelves. The other ones are also growing that way. They're all touching each other. The They're just sharing the chlamydomites. Like everything is just, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's an orgy. Yeah. It is. Um, so I make room for the Holy Spirit. All right. We make room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no one's making purple in Adam's house. <laughs> they're just making deep blue. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever hear that like church camp it's like the no, girls the girls but are I didn't pink put it together the girls are pink the boys are blue and we don't make oh, purple yeah. oh my god the first time i heard that i was wailing laughing i thought it was the funniest thing ever <laughs> that was like a song it was I went, catholic, really? I went to a catholic school well maybe my freaking school made it into a song but like i went to catholic <clears throat> school all my life yeah and i swear i heard that as like a little like you know, like a jingle. Don't make purple. Don't make purple. <laughs> they have like a, they get like a band out to like sing the song. Don't make purple. <laughs> uh, the choir. I guess would be more appropriate the for a Catholic school. With the, the organ. Um. Okay. So with, with, you're right about that. Like with it, take them taking up so much space. Like I trellised mine. If I'm being completely honest here, I started trellising my Hoya because Adam told me to, because, <laughs> <laughs> okay. My Velosa, I took a video today and posted it to stories and my Velosa had the longest runner for the longest time and was not putting mm-hmm. on any leaves. And as soon as I put it on this ugly ass green trellis that I had it sitting in my drawer because I couldn't find anything long enough for the runner. Like that's how long it was. Mm-hmm. Now it's got leaves popping out of like four different growth points and they're all going to come in at the same time. And it's Perfect. because I trellised it. And then you can give me a cutting because I've always wanted And then wanted I can give plant. you a cutting. Exactly. I'm hoping it starts. <laughs> I'm hoping it's like grown up by the time I go to Becca's too. So I could bring you one too. Yeah. I have a piece of yours. She does. Oh, she you do? It. Yeah, remember? Oh, that's right. But it Is had it flat mites, okay. so I should have had a yeah. refund. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
bitch. Huh? No, I don't think you bought it. It's no, I don't. I think you just gave it to me. Um, no, it's it's healed up. It put out a new leaf, and it's beautiful. Okay, good. Yeah, because nice. I don't think mine has flat mite. I think that's like the only one that doesn't. But I could be very wrong. Very wrong. Yeah, because my globulosa had it a lot, but it kept growing like wild. And they're the same family, Velosa globulosa. Uh Um, Yours distinctly looks way different than mine with the scalloped edges, the long slender leaf. Mm. But it kept growing while I had flat mite. So I think maybe those are just a sturdy one. Also, I know you bought sulfur treatment because I saw it in your Instagram stories today. I just want to advise you to Mm -hmm. wear gloves, wear a mask, goggles, if you can, long sleeves. It's like you just I'm not saying that you need to, but you probably just probably should. Well, know. my skin is very sensitive, so I did plan on it anyway. But yeah, thank you. I will. Yeah. That's why I've been waiting to take it out to like take all of them outside because that's going to be a process too. But I had a friend do it and she was like, listen, I did this sulfur treatment in my greenhouse and I'm getting new leaves on everything I did it on. And I'm like shocked and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm yeah. going to try yeah. I don't know if I would advocate for sulfur anymore. I mean, people do what you want. Yeah. It did help me. I've used it multiple times. I just, I feel like now that I got it down to where it's manageable, I just do the really hard sprays of water in the bathroom or the sink for the ones that are small enough every time I water them. And and I haven't seen any signs of flat mites. So good. once you knock them down, I think then you can just like start doing that regularly and everything will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're still there. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Your Velosa is now growing because you, you tied her up. I tied her up. I tied. I just wrapped that runner right along the trellis, and I probably could have, like, spiraled it. I, I did it along the edges, you know? Yeah. But, like, the runner on those plants are so thick, like, I don't want it to break. So you have to be careful with Hoya runners, too. Yeah. And it's very tall. It's like taller than one of my euphorbia or like one of my <laughs> one of my cactus. Yeah. But I'm so excited. I feel like trellising your Hoya definitely helps with the growth. Yeah. And there are definitely some Hoya uh, and probably some aeroids too. But I'm just thinking mostly of Hoya that don't want to be trellised i wouldn't say don't want to be trellised but that's just like not how they would grow like today no shade but i saw you had your polyneura like trellised up and that's one that i don't trellis because that one is i feel like that one hangs that one likes to hang i just realized i didn't have my airpods in this whole time well (laughs) that's gonna be a nightmare for you (laughs) hold on what'd you say I said, well, that's going to be a nightmare for you. Oh, Nicole. I am such a fuck up. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, guys. I'm apologizing now because we're not starting that over. I love you. Um. Okay. The, pol- the polyneura, it's not yeah. like attached to that trellis. I actually used that just so that it had something to like lean on. But... Those like to like cascade, right? Yeah. 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 And so those types of Hoya in particular, but this also works for aeroids as well. But once you start, they start bending downwards and defying gravity. 
It's yeah. like gravitropism. <laughs> they release apical dominance. Like so apical dominance is basically telling the plant the hormones are at the growth tip and that's the top of the plant. And if that top of the plant starts bending downward, it releases that dominance just like it would if you just snipped that tip off and tells the plant, well, we have to grow out of another node to go upward. Mm. And I find that like Glaconosa polyneura, when they're tipped down, it literally will shoot off stems yes. on every node. So like a couple of my Hoya, like Bermanica that I just posted today on my Not Dude, it started as I just like a two leaf cutting in one vine. And now it's like six vines because it hangs below the oh, pot, you know, that's but interesting. The, ma- the majority of Hoya, I would say, are epiphytic climbers like they want to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying if I take that trellis out, it's just leaning on and just let it hang over the pot. It, it'll probably put another offshoot out because I was like, this it is will, probably- for sure. This is like one of my fastest growing Hoya, the Polynura. Like, I think that Jessie sent that plant to me when... Really? Yeah, she did. Um, And it has put out, like, it was just a two-leaf little cutting when she sent it to me. And it's grown so much. But I think I need to repot it because I think that that pot, like, I think the roots are growing out of the bottom. But I'm going to try that. Yeah. I'm just going to kind of, because I was like, well, do I snip it and do I, like you know, propagate a piece so I could have like a more full plant, but just let it hang. Just got it, just let it dangle. Let her dangle. dangle. My polyneura has come back from the brink of death. I, I'm <laughs> so proud of myself and I want to share how I did it. If anybody yeah. is curious. I w- also want to see it. Is it in the cabinet that's over by the washing machine? Uh-huh. The laundry room? Uh-huh. Here, I'll grab oh, it. Well, so you, that- no, you just got up. Don't get up. It's, are you sure? It's fine. Have- I need to. I need to move. Okay. Gotta okay. keep my circulation up. It's fine. Becca stands up. And you just hear. <laughs> I don't know if it was record time. I'm pretty slow these days. Okay. But first of all, oh wait. Hold, let me do the back camera. How do I flip this? Okay. So. Okay. As you can okay. see, this is new. The lighting is so bad. I'm sorry. And then no, this. And yeah, then like this is new, this thing. So, so you chopped it up, huh? Mm-hmm. I chopped it up, and what I've been doing is it's in a net pot that I got from Adam, and I have it in a reservoir of water. Oh, is in that tanks. Is that is that pond? I see. No, it's no, Dela tanks. Oh. oh, okay. So, oh. well, it is chunky like pond. <laughs> you know what? It's the pond effect. They do. <laughs> They do like to be on the moist side. They I've do. Noticed, right? And I think that's where I initially messed up because it was it was on my wall. Okay, so initially it was in bad shape. Like I was like, this plant is dead. It's dead. There's no way this is coming back. But I was like, let's just put it in the in a Ziploc bag and see if that revives anything. This is also uh this is also new, these three Look right how here. Pretty. So yeah. it was in a Ziploc bag in like a little grow house. And I, I don't know. I just think I think that like if a plant is on the brink of death and it's small enough, put it in a freaking Ziploc bag. Yeah. True. And it, it will probably revive it because the humidity like shoots up really high. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I did that. Not with much expectation, but 
I kind of just put it in there. I ha- I potted it in this net pot that I got from Adam years ago. And I put it in Dela tanks. And, you know, after I cycled through watering it, all like the tiny bits fell out. So it's mostly just like um, cocoa peat or not cocoa peat, cocoa chips and pumice, essentially. Like that's like all it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. like trace amounts of nutrients. And then I put it in a cover pot with a little bit of water and the roots grew down into the water and I was like, oh, something is happening. And then it started yeah. putting out new growth. And then I finally took it out of the bag and I put it in the bottom shelf of my greenhouse cabinet. So it's not getting like that much light because there's a lot above it. So the lighting went down because Adam told me that it might have been getting too much light in the little grow house. Yeah, I think it mine definitely might was. be getting too much light too. Because your it's leaves were like, light. your leaves weren't like fishtail-esque. They were kind of like kind of narrow and... Yeah. 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 And they're still. Which tells me that it was getting too much light is what I think. Yeah. And they're still kind of long like that. Um, But I do have these two new growth points, which I will keep an eye on to see if they do turn out to be more like wide. But yeah, it was great. I really love it. I love this method. Like it stays wet. Like the soil is like wet. Mm -hmm. And. I really enjoy it. Like, I guess if this is the pond experience, I don't mind this. Uh, but this feels better than the pond experience. So maybe there's oh, something to... Of course it does. Maybe there's something to, like, cocoa chips and pumice instead of yeah. pond. <laughs> and then I have another Lekka-inspired moment here, or pond-inspired moment. This is uh, at Linearis, which is... Mm putting out some babies and I have it in spag with a wicking cord and a cup of water in a net pot. Look at you. So I was being more experimental with my propagations and it it worked out great. But we're supposed to be talking about trellises. And why are we talking about reviving my Hoya? Well, because we were talking about polyneura and being a trellis up, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we don't we don't talk about each other's collections. enough even though we have a podcast we just don't <laughs> so this yeah. is fun that is true so um, we'll see i love that i love i'm excited for that because yeah. remember the polyneuro was one that we both wanted and i was like oh my gosh and then you mm-hmm. got one but is that the one that came in the tissue box that's yeah. one that came in the tissue box right yeah <laughs> yeah this plant has given me so much grief oh yeah. so much grief box. i it arrived to me literally in a tissue box wrapped in toilet paper and i was like what the hell and I told the guy, listen, I don't want to leave you a bad review, but I want you to know this was not good. And then he called me a Karen. And I was like, yeah. what's, what's a Karen? It was the first time I ever heard that. I had to look it up. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a journey. <laughs> oh, like, that was what? a journey. Am I being a Karen? Like, I didn't. He was you like, were not. He's like, well, you just you said, like, I don't want to leave you a bad review. It was very threatening, blah, blah, blah. I was like, was it? <laughs> you sent a plant in a tissue box, my dude. Wrapped in toilet paper. <laughs> toilet. Okay. Toilet paper. Um, I do plan on doing a pro. I've been saying this for like a year, but like a pro tips and tricks for like trellis, like pawn in general, but then also including trellis because like how I do it personally, um, because pawn and Lekka are not a very like sturdy substrate. Yeah. I zip I zip tie the trellises to my net pots. Mm-hmm, so that's genius. how. And I kind of love it because then I can just hold the trellis and pick it up and pull it out of the cash po. Ah, and just yeah. boom. And it's all there. And I can just 
plop it in the sink. Um, but that's how I do it. I do water seal my bamboo trellises with Thompson's water seal spray or mm-hmm. any kind of water seal spray because you don't have to, but they will start rotting very quickly. Like they, yeah. bamboo mm-hmm. will take in the moisture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I'm terrible about, and honestly, like I wish I could be like Sydney plant guy. I think we've talked about them in a recent po- episode and Jake, the plant guy, but they make poles for the aeroids that literally just grow these beautiful, insane aeroids in their home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm terrible at trellising or putting aeroids. And I need to put a plank on my Monstera Thai constellation because it's it's unruly. Yeah. And that's what you do a lot, Becca, right? Yeah. So, okay. There's a lot of people who grow on, on moss poles. And Fern actually uses this specific moss pole that's like a foldable, like plastic casing. And then you just like shove the stuff in it and you can like stack, which is great. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, is it's just another thing to water. And mm-hmm. if you can keep up with the spag, keeping it wet, then your plants will probably get like really big. But I know myself and I'm not going to do that. And I've done it and I didn't. So you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I switched to planks. Ret- they re- it retains the moisture better than spag? No, it doesn't. You don't wet them. You can. Oh, okay. But like it doesn't. It dries pretty quickly yeah. like f- probably faster than spag but what i've seen is the leaves aren't getting like as sized up as if i was keeping spag wet i have to admit that obviously but it's so much more passive and my leaves did size up a lot when i started doing yeah. it and all i did was put some i stapled some plant stakes to a plank of wood it's just a, there's like specific types of wood i think you should use like nothing thicker than like one inch because the two mm-hmm. by fours are way too heavy and they snap and then they break your plant and then your plant looks terrible <laughs> in my experience <laughs> so one by fours one by sixes is like my ideal and then i just staple some plant stakes to it and shove that into the soil so that there's only like the very very bottom of the wood is touching the soil that top layer mm-hmm. and that top layer dries out really fast right mm-hmm. so it's not like in the soil so it's not rotting quickly at least mm-hmm. Anyway, and it just makes it's just like a leaning post for the plant. That's really mm-hmm. all it is. Just something to lean on and then the plant once it knows it has that support whether it attaches or not, it will get bigger leaves. Yeah. Yeah, do you find like do you see like aerial roots just gripping onto it? No. On some of your plants? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Okay. I don't think it's see, humid enough in my plant room to cultivate that sort of environment. And, like, the wet spag makes that humidity and, like, attract attractive yeah. moisture-wise. The wood is dry, so it's not going to do that. I, I have had one attached before, but it was in my greenhouse cabinet, and that's probably the only reason why. Because of humidity. Yeah. I wonder if this would be a good reason to bring back misting. Like, just mist, like the, mm. the you'd have to do but it then, all the like, time you have to worry about, but then you have to worry about rotting too yeah the the wood rotting yeah yeah i mean i would suggest using cedar fence planks that that that's yeah. like my favorite type of plank cedar is super rot resistant and okay. it, it doesn't attract bugs because bugs don't like the smell of cedar mm. but generally I haven't had any rot on the wood. The stakes have rotted, but the wood has not rotted at all. Mm-hmm. 
And I do, I've sometimes even used just regular pine wood that I just had. So yeah, and pine is like the a soft. lot of wood out there. I got a lot of wood, <sighs> but I would suggest it. It's it's much more passive, not as fast results, but I'd say it's much more passive. And like aeroids love it. They love it. Mm-hmm. My um, melanochrysum crosses love it. They got big pretty fast. Yeah, did they? they did. See, I just, I needed to just have support for my, because I want my tie constellation because it's kind of growing sideways and I want it to grow mm-hmm. up. Like I yeah. need it to grow. You know, I don't need it. The leaves are already freaking huge. I don't even get bigger, but I do See, want it to train it up. In that situation, I don't know if the wood is going to be strong enough because it is sort of a balancing act. Like all of mine lean against a wall. Mm. Like I don't have them just freestanding because I wouldn't trust it to stay standing. You know what I mean? Do you, would it be okay to put the wood without the stakes all the way down in the pot? Because I bought a deep pot at mm-hmm. um, a big box store. That's probably like maybe like a foot and a half deep, two feet deep. Mm-hmm. So it's like a long pot. So I thought if the wood was all the way to the bottom, it would stay in there pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be fine. I, I'd use cedar if you can. Yeah, okay. And um, I think that probably would be a it. better option. You could, yeah, you could water seal it and okay. use cedar. And because the, um, my Adansonii tree has just like a, it's like a round piece of wood just straight down the middle of the pot and it's not rotted at all. Mm. So. Oh, that's a good example. They do that so in the industry. On- Okay, so that's on a round piece of wood, like a pole? Yeah, kind of like a pole. She's pole dancing. Like I'm thinking <laughs> fence post, okay. too. Like, oh, if like you a go square to, one? Yeah, like if you go to Home Depot, like I'm thinking of Adam's like two foot deep pot. If you went to a big box store and just got like a fence post that already has, it already has like it's staked out at the end so it wouldn't take mm-hmm. up so much surface area at the bottom because i think that they sell pre-made fence posts and i'm pretty sure they sell cedar ones but then mm-hmm. you got to deal with the thickness if it's too thick yeah your your tie is gigantic like that's going to be a training process you're going to use plant braces yeah probably the velcro just yeah. strap her up Mm-hmm. Strap it up, tighten it like up. We're in some S and M fantasy. It's just gonna be. She's gonna be tied up, and <laughs> Christian Gray is gonna be there with. Oh shit! More and more rope. All right. <laughs> oh, I've never so seen funny. those movies, but I do know. I know things about them. You've read the books, though, right? No, I haven't. <gasps> what? You haven't read the books? No. It's bad. It- yeah, <laughs> that is bad. I read it in bad. high school during senior year, like when I did not pay attention to school anymore. I would just read on my Kindle Fifty Shades of Gray <laughs> in, oh in class. In class. <laughs> well, like they think you're reading, so I'm like, oh, that's good. And it's literally like he strapped her down and tore her nipple. Uh, uh yeah okay but with with like monsteras though they are so i'm having this struggle with mine they are so mm-hmm. i don't want to say invasive but they're very like strong and heavy and heavy. i still haven't quite figured out what to do with my big one because it the one in your so, bedroom yeah there's so many yeah. pieces 
going on. And like if unless you train it from like a really small plant, it's hard to get it on like that straight path up a pole. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it can I I do think it can be done just slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's you're in for a wild ride, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that monster yeah. is gonna take you for a ride. <laughs> I'm going to put it in front of the window like Nicole and be like, do you see this plant here? <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't touch it. It's here for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to be honest. I do really love that plant. I love, love, love that Thai constellation. But it is taking up so much room that like I'm at the point where I was like, well, I could try to sell it to somebody. But it makes me sad to think about not having it. You know, like, yeah. I don't know how to explain like, it. Sell the whole plant. Yeah. It is, it is just like, it's literally taking up an entire window. And I was like, well, I could have so much more, so many more like Hoya specifically, but also just like I could, it could open up the space a little more, you know, Mm -hmm. it's always difficult to find an area that it would grow. But then I also just, I just don't think I can give it up. Well, what if, I mean, absolutely do whatever makes you happy but like what if you took a cutting and saved it for yourself and then sold the plant as like a big plant you know so like you're not getting rid of the whole thing i'm sure you thought yeah i have but like the top leaf is already so big so then like how would that look you know i'd have a giant Mm. leaf and then the next one that came out would just be a little dink you know well then you (laughs) cut off the old leaf then you cut off the little dink and that'll be the start of the plant yeah yeah. You know, maybe I really do love restarting plants. Like a lot of the Hoya, I'm fine with chopping them all the way down to like two nodes because I like watching them grow small to big, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is harder to start aeroids than it is Hoya, but yeah. it's still fun. And I mm-hmm. feel like, uh, not to be like a contrarian, but I feel like the the plant would be less attractive to me if the top cutting was gone because then I know well, the next leaf that's going to come out is going to be tiny and it has all these huge, it has like five or six huge leaves mm-hmm. and the tr- the top is chopped off. Like for me, if I was to buy a, a plant like that, I'd want to have that top cutting, you know? True. Yeah. And you yeah. can't just take, you can't take a bottom cutting unless you mm-hmm. rerooted the no. entire plant. That, that's like, and a that whole would thing. be, that would be so much stress on that plant too, because those leaves yeah. are so big. Like it would have to develop a root system to dis- to sustain like those big leaves. And it just wouldn't, it would decline very rapidly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another reason why like cutting your plants, like you're hesitant to cut your big plants and sell them yeah. or even to share them because it's like, I don't want to cut it because then you're going to get these tiny leaves. And yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a catch 22. Yeah. Man. Exactly. I did with my splendid before it put out too many big leaves. I chopped it and then I re I repropagated it from like the smallest big leaf. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm growing it out again. So like I had like little shitty leaves <laughs> that were growing. Yeah. They were like three inches long. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. And then I put it on the, plank and then the leaves started getting to be like five or six inches which was way bigger and it just looked kind of funny so yeah i just chopped it and then moved it the whole plant down yeah and i lost like two leaves in that process yeah which sucked two beautiful leaves i went to i have oh sorry oh go ahead go ahead i went to get my bilia because i wanted to show you guys 
Oh. Uh, so like, I took because that was an aeroid. I so I took the big old chunk. Like that was a thick stem. Yeah. And I yeah. put it in a takeout container with spag until it sprouted a little baby, and now we have like this little baby. Uh, Billy Etier. Oh, look That's how adorable. Cute. So I really like doing things like that. So I could do that with like the tie if I just chopped up each leaf and like sold it and then yeah. kept a chunk of the stem and like regrew the baby. I don't know. That's yeah. adorable. Take a picture of that. We're going to have to put these in stories today so people can see what we're talking about. That okay. Billy is so cute. That's about, that's smaller. No, that's bigger than the plant initially was when you got it because when you initially got it, it had like three leaves maybe. Yeah. What a boss. He's a cutie. So I have a um, monster elbow. <laughs> you do. I do. And okay, it's, weird flex. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> so I have weird flex, bro. the rarest plant that everybody wants. Yeah. So mm, I know <laughs> you can stop hating now, but. Um, well, I have a monstera creme brulee. And a Monstera uh, Bananas Foster and a Monstera Chocolate Lava Bananas Cake. Foster. Okay. And Foster. <laughs> I don't know what else. Foster. It's like it has like yellow variegation with like dark spots. <laughs> <laughs> like a true banana. Oh, that's funny. Um, but it's pretty juvenile. Do you? Would you consider me planking it now and training yes. it now? Yes. Start early. Yeah. Some of my Hoya is just a two leaf cutting, but I have it in a pot with like a three foot tall bamboo trellis because I know where it's going to be. You know, I just mm-hmm. know you're manifesting that shit. Yeah, absolutely. OK, OK. I think it's good to do that ahead of time, especially like what I've done with planks is I say, OK, this is the plank I'm putting in here. And if the plant outgrows this, then I'm just going to chop from that point. You know what I mean? Like, I, because I don't mm-hmm. want it to outgrow this plank. If it's like a long one, because I have some like four foot planks for my Monstera elbow and my constellation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if it gets any bigger than this, I have to chop and prop it because I don't need a plant bigger than that. Like, that's like my limit mm-hmm. for this space. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say not that you, I mean, you don't have it on your shelf, do you? You have it in its own little spot, right? It's on the the bookshelf underneath like the ceiling light now it's not on my it's not on my no so there's like nothing like directly above it besides the light correct oh yeah you could easily put a plank of wood in there now right Mm -hmm. that's why you know what i was thinking do have you ever tried well i don't think you have but have you ever seen anybody plank a hoya Mm -hmm. um i've seen people like yeah i've killed that steve our friend of the pod um Mm -hmm. he does mounted hoyas like you would mount a staghorn fern oh as far as planks i really haven't but i'm maybe there are people out there that do that because i mean that's how hoya girl they climb up trees but yeah that's what i was thinking lots of things i feel like if i was to do that i'd do like a skinny pole and just wrap it Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I would do it if I was to use wood on a Hoya, I think. Mm-hmm. See, but that's that's a type of trellis like I see all of the Swedish Hoya people doing is they basically take the stuff that we used to make like uh, sphagnum moss poles out of that metal like wire stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they create like a circle of it. So they maybe they cut like a foot long, but they wrap it around to be like a cage. They put mm-hmm. that in the middle of the pot and they just twist the Hoya vine 
like spiraling up so you have mm. you basically hide that thing as the hoya grows but also you have like this beautiful like i don't know and i really want to do that with some of my hoya because mm-hmm. it just you looks can. a lot easier and nicer like mm-hmm. and so because a lot of the times i grow up a three-foot pole but i don't want to bend it down when it gets to the top because what happens then is those leaves like that growth tip kind of stops growing Mm-hmm. So I need to let it grow up three more feet and then I can bend it down to where when I bend it down around the trellis, the growth point is still pointing upward. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, so like with my Velosa. I mean, sometimes I have had a Hoya when like there were small leaves developing and I bent it downwards, like they still developed, but sometimes they just kind of stopped doing anything. They didn't fall off, but they just like stopped going anywhere. And the I'll plant put energy into like another new growth point kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have the height, like I have the ceiling height to be able to just add another one and just go straight up. So I could, I'll just keep an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of things. Wait, so your Hoya, because you have a lot on your shelf, on your shelves, but like, do you have two shelves or one? I have a lot. I have like. Well, the V shelves. I have one that's like a double wide, then I have one that's the shorter one, and then I have two that are like the taller, skinnier ones. Okay. But the ones that are that tall, you have like just sitting on the top of your lower one? What do you mean? Like, because they don't fit on the shelves when they grow that tall. So where are yours? Oh, well, the shorter one, I have a Soltec light above. So it's like the top of that. I have the tall one sitting on top of that. Okay. Okay. And then some of them do fit when the circle trellises that I use, the middle circle one, they do fit perfectly in the shelf. So I just keep wrapping them around. Oh, so you just wrap them around multiple times. Yeah. I just keep going in a circle. Like it looks like a wreath. I have a couple Hoya that I guess we could post in stories. So remind me, but um, that just like are just, Mm -hmm. it looks like a Christmas wreath almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I've seen a few of yours. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Anyway. What do you think that's enough talking about? I think so. You know, tying up our plants. Tie them up. Yeah, if if you guys have any tips or tricks, make sure to uh, make a story post. Tag us in it at Pot It Together on Instagram. We'd love to see it. Love to share it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's just a wealth of knowledge between all of us. We're all just sharing what we know, what we've experienced, what we've learned. Yeah. But anyway. And we've all shared individually our journeys with trellising and planking, etc. I have a few on my channel, so. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes, um, make sure you follow us over on Instagram at Potted Together. Leave us a review for the podcast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. And you can follow us each individually. I am at Not Dude. Becca is at De La Plants. Nicole is at My Clean Leaves. We have a Patreon. It gets rowdy over there. There's some good <laughs> stuff. Uh, if you're interested in supporting us and also having a little fun, head over to Patreon. All of the links in the bio. And we'll talk to you next week. And I apologize again for the sound. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> I doubt they'll even notice, but, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, goodbye. Oh. Bye. Bye. Bye.